0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin is Hashem BPJ, number 60, that's Bais Primi, joint share, share number 60. We are continuing this tremendously powerful tool in relationships uh, that we have talked about in the last few shiurim, that when you get to the core of it, the reason why most of us have difficult marriages and in communication and all of that is because we are triggered by our adaptive child self. And when we learn how to recognize that and reframe it and tap into the prefrontal cortex, your healthy, wise adult self, then everything changes in the most beautiful way. And the idea here we're going to talk about today is a tremendous concept that is really, really la Alamaisa. It's really relevant. And it is extremely key in changing your life for the better and changing your marriage for the better in ways that you can't even ma- and imagine now if you just keep at this work. You know, people say that marriage is hard work. Relationships are hard work, but they don't explain what the hard work is. Now in the shiurim here, both in the panimi groups and the main groups, we put together many details of what this hard work is in a thorough way through the span of all these shiurim. But the key really is that it's not day-to-day This work on relationships, this work with your husband, with your wife, it's really minute to minute. And this um, therapist, Terrence Real, which I started viewing his work based on a recommendation, and it's extremely vital, his advice, is that when he, as a therapist, speaks to couples that come to him for marriage counseling, for therapy. He doesn't ask them what their external stresses are because healthy couples can handle those external stressors. Now, he does later on ask them about their patterns of interaction. That's also important. But the most important question he asks them as he is talking to them, which part of you am I speaking to? And here, I am asking all you listeners right now to think about this question. Which part of you am I speaking to? And the truth is, is if you know that answer, whether you are connecting to your wise adult self on the prefrontal cortex, or you are connecting with and, and, and you're speaking to the adopted child, the adaptive child, rather. The, the, the adaptive child, the one who adapted, who learned how to protect himself or herself, how to survive, and how to nurture yourself when you went through difficulties in childhood. Basically, a child in grown-ups' clothing. It's a different circuit altogether. So, the truth is, with all the shiurim, in the main shiurim, And in the panimi shiurim, really, this question should be asked of yourself. Who are you right now? What part of you are the shiurim listening to? The adapted child self that's within you? Or the wise adult self that's within you? The wise adult self feels and acknowledges healthy relationships. They embrace relationships. They develop skills for those maintaining and enhancing those relationships. The adaptive child, their mode is self-preservation, and they run away when they see threats. And the question is, who are we speaking to right now? And we have the ability to acknowledge within ourselves, based on the emotions that we feel and the thoughts that we're thinking, of we're... We are right now at this very moment. And everyone has these moments where at times they feel like that inner child with their strong, powerful emotions overcoming them and overwhelming them. And they sense danger of of things and they are defensive and so on. And then you have moments where you are a wise adult, where you really have that inner self-reflection. And you could develop that. We're going to show now a graph. This is coming from Terrence Real that is tremendously foundational in understanding this. And we're going to teach and explain how to practically apply it in your marriage with your husband, with your wife. So if you see over here, there's a chart that we put here where there is a vertical line going up and down And then there's a horizontal, sideways line going from left to right. Today, this year, and possibly the next year, we're going to talk about the vertical line. The vertical line is the line of self-esteem. If you look at it carefully, you'll see health is in the middle of that. It's the balance that's in the middle. That's healthy self-esteem, which we're going to explain. When you go downward, lower, below, health, going down, is shame, inner shame, feelings of inferiority. When you go up, upward, these feelings of grandiosity. We're going to use the word grandiosity, but in simple English, grandiosity is a form of an arrogance, gaiva, and holding yourself great. Now, what is the middle ground of healthy self-esteem? The m- middle ground of health of esteem is that you are you're, you're, you are no better or no worse than anyone else, and that is the Nekuda of Yahadas. That is the isay really of yiddishkeit that we are kaima acha shuleyma. Now, it is true that you have different levels in klal yisrael. For example, kain levi yisrael, you have different. Uh, dalad Minim, the four Minim, that one seems to be above the ho- other in a hierarchy. That's also true. You have Tzadikim, and then you have regular people, Hamaynam, that they call it, different levels. That's also true. But the bottom line between all of this, in a deep way, in living a practical life, there may be levels. But in the nakuda in the Yechida, in the spark of the soul, it's all one. That's a very deep concept, but the idea is is that is where healthy self-esteem comes from, where you value your soul as being indispensable, no better and no worse than anyone else. And that is a healthy outlook overall. We could go into depth about this concept but you see it, for example, even Moshe Rabbeinu, who we was told, we, the Torah tells about him that he's an Anav the greatest Anav that ever lived. But he knew his level. He had again, again, it's hard to talk when you're talking about people from the Torah. It's it's it's, it's you know difficult to equate these things. But the idea is is that there's a healthy self-esteem of leadership that was there. And Ramayesha Feinstein in our Dar Levracha, where he was an un of Ma'id, tremendously modest, but at the same time knew what his Tafket in life is and knew what his kaiches is. This is self, self, self healthy self esteem. Not looking down on the nose at other people, thinking they're below you, and not looking like way up, that, that other people are better than you in an unhealthy way. So when you look a little too down at yourself, when you feel you're lower than other people, then you feel shame, inferiority. You feel defective. You say, I don't deserve, I'm not as good as so-and-so. It's shame-based. And when you're looking upward, or when you're looking down at somebody, when you're too high up, then you feel entitled. You're looking down at other people. There's a superiority. And most people fluctuate. Some people are on the upper end of the spectrum, where they are up, and they have this grandiose gaiva, arrogance, and they're looking down at people. And there are others that are feel shame and inferiority and low, and they're looking up to people, but in an unhealthy way. And of course, the healthy way is always the kavim and you the middle road. And sometimes people have to eye up, some people have to eye down, some people, sometimes in the same person you have times where they feel up and, and superior to others and other times inferior to others. You could have both inferiority and superior, superiority feelings at the same time. As an example of this is, let's say you are enraged because you got embarrassed about something. You got embarrassed, so that's the shame. You're going underneath, lower. And then, because of that shame, the way you respond is you get angry. And then you have the higher, goes up above, to the higher end of the pole. And this is where most um, domestic violent dynamic happens, or verbal abuse happens, when there is a shame, that right after that shame felt, you you cover it up with grandiosity by showing yourself Better and stronger and more controlling. You were, you feel low and therefore you make yourself high. Inferior shame could come because you had trauma as a child, that you felt you're de- defective, that you felt you're unlovable, and you carry that into adulthood. And these days in therapy and in our world, we focus a lot on the ones that are down to bring them up. Someone has low self-esteem, shame, we're aware of it, we're working on it, there's a lot of um, mental health help that that is trying to bring someone who feels down or low or inferior or defective or unlovable and to bring them up and to show them that they are worthy and get them to healthy self-esteem. But in culture overall, uh, people are the, the, the therapy world and others are doing a terrible job of the other way around where people are too high up where they're showing feelings of superiority. They have a hard time bringing themselves down to a healthy level. And the truth is is the emotional energy of both shame and grandiosity, which is Gaiva. They're two opposites. It seems like it's two opposites where the one that feels the shame on the bottom, says, I'm not good enough. The one that feels the grandiosity, I'm better than you. Right? So both of them seem opposites and seem like two different emotions, but they are not two different emotions. This is a chiddish that Terence Real said, and when you think about it, I believe it's true. It's the same emotion going in two different directions. What is that emotion? It's contempt. Contempt is the start of all violent and destructive behaviors. The only difference is, is that when you're looking down at someone, when you have contempt over somebody else, then that's grandiosity. It's like a flashlight beam that you're turning on somebody else. In marriage, it's your husband or your wife. You're looking down at them. You're looking at them with contempt. And shame is when you take that flashlight beam and you swing it around towards yourself against yourself. And that is then 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 I can't, you know, so 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 when you when you're looking when you're looking down at somebody and you have contempt, I can't believe how what, what a stupid thing you did, how terrible you are when you swing it on yourself i can't believe how terrible i am how disgusting and loathsome i am it's contempt when you have grandiosity and gaiva you're holding they're holding you in contempt the other person and when you feel shame it's that you are having that contempt towards yourself so it's the same your side and in marriage when you know this and you recognize this This is the Pesach to all healing, when you recognize this in yourself. Either way, whether the contempt is more directed towards your husband or your wife, or whether the contempt is directed towards yourself and you feel shame, the message for every husband, every wife, every human being, the way Terence Real put it very well, is to step off that contempt conveyor belt. Make a decision to live a non violent, non contentious life, both to others and to yourself. And truth be told, as we're going to explain the more, is that it's harder for a person that feels grandiose and high to bring them down to their healthy self is somewhat harder than someone who feels deep shame and wants to bring themselves up. Why is that so? Why is it harder to come down from grandiosity down to health, to healthy self, than it is from when you're down in shame to bring yourself up? And the answer is as follows. Shame feels bad. You may have secondary benefits of the shame that could exist, but... The bottom line of it is you are in pain and deep inside you want to get out of that pain. It feels bad when you are in the shame aspect of it, the lower end of the healthy self-esteem. But when you have grandiosity, when you go above, which is higher than self-esteem, which is which is destructive, you don't feel bad. Very often you feel very good. It feels good to vent. It feels good to lose it and yell at your children, at your spouse, at your employees. It is good when I let loose and take an extra couple of drinks, and I let it out, and I scream, and I yell. But it feels good. Now, it'll make a mess of your life, and it's destructive. But at the time, it feels good. And therefore, from the two poles, it is a little easier for someone who feels inward shame to bring themselves back up than it is for someone who has grandiosity to pull themselves down into healthy self-esteem. And we're going to be masbah this more in the next year. These are extremely key shirim. And when you recognize this in yourself, both you and your spouse, and you work on it with each other, and you choose to take make that effort to get to that healthy point, If 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 you if one or both of the spouses experience a lot of inward self shame, self loathing, self contempt, to bring it up, to pull yourself out of that, to get to a healthy self esteem, and for those that have contempt of others, which is the higher point of it, to bring themselves down towards healthy self esteem, as we're going to explain, but as Hashem, in the upcoming shir bracha natslacha.